Um, did I finish David Goggins' book? Yeah, I read it once before. Uh, the Can't Hurt Me. And then, um, okay, hold on. Let me preface this. Uh, hey, guys, we're recording the podcast. I'm just kidding. Um, but I'm here with Angelo. He runs his own podcast from the Tycoons. Hi, everybody. My name is Angelo. I'm a co-host for the Tycoon Tactics podcast. And uh, we're just talking some gibberish. But hope you guys like it. So, David Gargan's book, Can't Hurt Me, yeah. I read it once before, uh, but we'll go on with it. Yeah, so, um, I had just finished it a few weeks back, uh, and I think it's definitely one of those books I gotta go back and actually do the exercises, because he has exercises throughout the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, just kinda, I, I just read through it, right, just one time to get it, and, dog, it, it really, I think he really displays, um... The strength of the human mind mm-hmm. and resilience, and, you know, if you, when you really want something, right, like, you're going to get the fuck after it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Anyways, uh, I thought that that book, David Goggins' book, was fucking amazing. Like, mm-hmm. just, just everything that he entails. And I think I, I really identify with that shit, too, because, like... First of all, he was in pest control, and currently my day job right now is in pest, pest control. control. Yeah, bro, he talked about that one restaurant with the roach infested place. Right. I still want to know what restaurant he's talking about, bro. Is it Steak and Shake? Like, I thought it was Steak about? and Shake, but I think Steak and Shake was where he goes to get his shakes. Yeah, after yeah, yeah, his yeah. shift, he did say that. I don't know if it was. I, I was thinking that too. Like it might have been Steak and Shake. I was like, like damn, bro. The one time I went to Indianapolis, you know, we ate Steak and Shake, bro. And he was what from Indianapolis, too. It, yeah, bro. What if it was full of rats? Oh, man. I was eating rat burgers? Damn. I didn't even <laughs> think about that way. Some good-ass burgers, though. Like, bro, that steak and shake <laughs> hit when we went there, bro. bro well, I, I was so juiced when I thought that, well, I'm sure everybody was. Yeah. When I thought they was going to open up over here in Antioch. And yeah. I don't know what happened. I didn't even know about that, bro. You didn't? No. Yeah, dog. Like, after we came back from Indianapolis, uh-huh. there was like... Somebody was trying to develop it and put it over by the Anyak Mall. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what they were thinking though. They were trying to put it in. Like, yeah, it's a, a bad weird, area. Bro. Yeah, it's not. It's not necessarily a good area to put it in. Like At least I, not the Anyak Mall area. Nah, like if I thought of a rat infested place, I think that's the place. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. spot. Like that's right? the spot of rats. But, yeah. Like, but I want to put it somewhere nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, that David Goggins really goes in and and like we were just t- speaking about it earlier, like. He don't listen to no music when he runs, and he'd be running these like fifty mile, hundred mile races. Two, bro, he just ran two hundred miles. Yeah, I seen Florida, that, bro. bro. <sighs> he did it with no music, I bet. Right, and then and then there was this one race. I don't know if you've seen it. Or you're, I'm sure you did. He finished his his race, mm-hmm. and he went back to finish his race with his friend. Really? Yeah. I swear. No, I didn't know about that. Like, so he finished his fifty mile race, and then his friend was. A little behind, and then he ran like another like twenty miles with his friend, <clears throat> really to finish with his friend. Yeah, I'm like, first of all, that's a good ass friend. Yeah. Secondly, you that gangster as fuck. Like, I can't believe I'm not that type of friend. If I finish my fifty mile race, hey bro, I'll meet you here, dog. I'll have a beer ready for you. I'll have a chair ready for you. Yeah, I'm not gonna go back and run that whatever your distance is. Yeah, you feel me? Like, sheesh. I think it's just a different. Different beast, different animal. And he, like, thrives from suffering. Yeah. Right. Nah, I completely... I relate to him, bro. Like, 
Because I was going through the 75 hour program, bro. Mm -hmm. And at first, I was like, man, this program's, uh, I, you know, I, I go into it, I'm like, is it really what Andy Frisella says it is? Or is he just full of a little bit of shit, mm -hmm. even though I, I respect him and whatnot? Yeah. So then I went through it. I went 40 days and then I fucked up or whatever. I, this is like the third time I tried. But this was the furthest one I got. And uh, I was going hard, bro. So I was like in go mode 24 7. Mm hmm. So literally, I'd uh, I'd I hit the gym in the morning uh, before the the second shutdown. Then I'd go to work, and then after work, I'd work out. No, I'd probably eat and then do errands or hang out with uh, my girl uh, as a designated time. And then afterwards, I'd work out again, read, and do everything I need to get done, and then knock out and go to sleep. But there was a couple times where I was so fucking beat from being on go mode all the time that I'd knock out yeah. in my clothes. Yeah. And like mess up. Mess and mess up. Yeah. I almost messed up a couple of times. I woke up like in like two hours later and finished it. Oh shit. And then that last time I knocked out in my regular clothes again, but mm -hmm. this time I didn't wake up in time, so I fucked it up. <laughs> so like it wasn't that I did anything that was that would mess it up because of laziness it mm. was more like or not thinking about it it was more like i was going so hard that i fucking burnt out and just mm. failed yeah yeah so this time it wasn't like so this time it was it wasn't like i'm ashamed that i failed it was like i went so hard i still failed mm. i'm okay with it because i went that fucking hard yeah. And now, after reflecting on it and reading David Goggins' book again, which is what I'm doing, I'm almost done with it, um, I get to see how what he means by the 40%. Mm -hmm. Like, he's talking about how people quit when they're 40% in the tank. Bro, I don't even think people get to 40%. I yeah. feel like most people are like 20%. Yeah. And they're like, man, my life is hard as fuck mm -hmm. at 20%. And I'm over here at 40% looking at like, bro, you got more in you. Mm -hmm. I'm not even anywhere near... Like, David Goggins, he's probably, like, we'll say, like, 60% or some shit. Right, right. I'm at 40, and these people at 20 think they're going hella hard. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you got way more in you. Absolutely, bro. So, that insight he gives on that book, I can see why he's at where he's at, because he's been trying to give 100 so long. Mm -hmm. That he's closer there than all of us. Yeah. That guy, I remember... The first time I've ever seen David Goggins was before he was even, like, famous or anything like that. I was trying to go to the Navy. Mm -hmm. And um, I told my uncle, because my uncle was uh, in the Navy for, like, 20 years. Yeah. And um, I told him, like, I don't want to be just a regular... like, And I, I think this is, this reflects in all things that I do, right? Now, now that I really look at it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go into anything half-hearted, half-assed. If I'm going to go in... I'm going to do it as at the highest level that I can possibly do it. Yeah. If I'm going to get involved, I'm going to do it to my best of abilities. I can do it, right? And so I was telling him, like... <coughs> You're in a full send into the Navy SEALs or something? Yeah, bro. I, 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 wanted, I wanted to go special special forces. I wanted to either go Navy SEALs or SWIC, mm -hmm. right? Um, and obviously, I, I, didn't, I didn't go to the Navy. Um, I have a... Like a kidney thing, right? I only have, like, basically one working kidney. That's weird. Yeah. yeah That's kind of weird, right? But... What do you call it? I'm listening. I, uh, my uncle would send me the links to the website yeah. that uh, would tell me, like, oh, these are what you got to prepare if you're trying to go into BUDS, if you're trying to come to the Navy, and 
qualify this is what you got to do and it was david goggins bro and swear this, yeah and he this is back in like 2011 uh-huh and he was talking about he's running you know like 100 150 miles a week yeah and i'm like people run 100 miles a week <laughs> right like hold up like i don't think i have a hard time running one mile yeah. I think I can train myself to get to three or five miles. Yeah. But a hundred miles a week, that's like 20 miles a day, 15, 20 miles a day. Yeah. You know, crazy. to get to a hundred miles. And so like, it's just a different expectation of yourself. And then funny enough, most recently, um, I was, uh, you know, at my, at my job, uh-huh. right? I'm a, I'm a termite inspector. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm inspecting this this customer's house, and I look on the walls. I notice that he w- he used to be a, a naval officer, mm-hmm. right? And you know, I'm talking to his wife. He's he's on, on like a business call in his backyard, and and I'm so I'm talking to his wife, and she's like, "Oh yeah, we used to live in in, in Virginia, and this and that." And I'm not gonna say this person's name, but like at the end of it. Uh, I had to go pick up some signatures from him, and I'm like, hey, man, uh, I seen you were in the Navy, right? And I told him, like, I have a cousin right now. He's in Annapolis. He just finished his, I think it's called the plebe year or his uh-huh. first year um, or first summer uh, at, at the Naval Academy. And he was like, oh, that's awesome, man. I graduated. I think it was like 1998 or mm-hmm. 99 or something. Then I went to the SEAL teams, and now, you know, I'm just doing my, my thing. I, I, I'm, part, I'm a partner in a, some sort of business or yeah. something, right? And I was just like mind blown. I was like, bro, you were a SEAL? He was like, yeah, it was great. And he was like very nonchalant about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I went to Harvard. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, you know how f- people from Harvard or, or like Yale or Stanford or like we knew somebody that went to Cal, uh-huh. right? And they're hella like nonchalant about that shit. Like for regular folks that didn't go, we're like, yo, that's just amazing. Yeah. You know? But I could tell that that guy, he, um, he held himself to a higher standard. Uh-huh. You could really tell. Because, like, even how he just approaches you, how he speaks to you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like, oh, shit, this guy is, like, on fucking point. And he's <laughs> extremely fit. Yeah. Like, extremely fit. Um, and, you know, I asked him, I'm like, hey, man, I just finished that, that David Goggins book, Can't Hurt Me. Have you ever you read it? Or, you know, have you ever read it? And it's like, oh, well, I haven't read his book, but I know who David is, you know? Yeah. Um, and thinking back to it, I think they might have, like, actually really known each other for real because that's right around the time that David Goggins, you know, became a Navy SEAL a few years later, right? Yeah. In the early 2000s, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, bro, that shit just blew my mind that, first of all, how small the community is in the, in, in the Navy with regards to SEALs mm-hmm. and how humble folks are. But they're, like... A different beast and it, it really changes your perspective on what you think a quote-unquote warrior a, a modern-day warrior is supposed to be like yeah you know like we think that these people are like fucking savages and they're out there slaughtering kids and shit nah. but like you meet these <laughs> nah, people and you're like shit like this this motherfucker is really like ceo level type thinking like like this is a very very high threshold person like they can they can do a lot they can uh uh, they can have a lot happen to them yeah you know they're a high performing in their their own right hell yeah yeah now the look is good i like it i do recommend it for anybody who uh 
how do I say it? That it's for them. Yeah. I feel like the book is not for a lot of people. No. Um. But uh, yeah, yeah, no. David Goggins is diff- is a fucking different beast. But he's like I say earlier, he's been doing that shit for like thirty years. Yeah. So like for us to compare ourselves to. So somebody like that who's uh he's probably like around 50 who was a navy seal who does 200 mile runs in a day mm-hmm. uh, and has been doing it for 30 years is, is crazy to compare ourselves to but eventually maybe we could get there mm-hmm. but uh yeah most people are not gonna ever get anywhere near that <clears throat> especially right now but people are, are really baby like i was talking to you about san francisco mm-hmm. uh the culture there is just like a, a baby culture like conformist and like if somebody that's not from San Francisco goes there, you think it's weird. Yeah. Because they all conform to these weird, like, subcultures and, like, different vibes. Like, they don't say hi if you say hi to them. Mm-hmm. They don't say hi back. Um, they don't look at you in the eyes. And not even just, like, their their interests. Like, whatever. If somebody wants to... I don't know where where heels as a man. I I really could care less. Mm-hmm. Like that's your decision, bro. But I, so I don't care about your interests. Like I like anime. People think that's weird, or cars or whatever this. But I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like uh, just the conformity of if you do that, then everybody in San Francisco is gonna do that. And if you don't, if you're not doing what we do, then you're weird. Mm. It's like yeah extreme there like you see that in regular day-to-day life yeah. like yeah you'll see that in school or something like that but right, they're right. like to an extreme level bro it's yeah. crazy but yeah i feel like uh the book is not for a lot of people because a lot of people are like that in our society right now mm-hmm. where they're super conformist and don't think for themselves really wow yeah i, I could definitely agree with that man um it's a lot of I guess shit, it's just kind of like in David David's words, you know, fucking soft. They're yeah. soft. You know what I mean? Bro, I like his concept of taking souls. That's yes. just fucking yes. great, bro. Just like to go so hard at something that you make the other person quit in their efforts right. without letting them know is fucking like that's just crazy. Yeah. Like you seen that uh, that recent video of like let the scoreboard do the talking. I have you, you haven't, bro? Uh, no. Swear, I gotta show that to you. If I can find my phone. It's on YouTube? Or? Uh, no, no, no. It's like going on Instagram. Oh, no, so Instagram. It's, okay. it's these two basketball kids in like either high school or college. Oh. And uh, basically, one of them, what he does is he he's kind of like bending down like this as if he's tired or something. Uh, and he looks at the other one who's standing up tall. And uh, he points at him, kind of like mocking him. And so the the one who's standing that's getting laughed at by this guy points at the scoreboard and the scoreboard is like 62 to 44 mm. <laughs> and then, and the quote is uh let the scoreboard do the talking it's, mm. it's just funny to me bro yeah but uh yeah i think that um in that book the 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 greatest example that i read in that book of him taking souls was when i think it was maybe his third time going through buds mm-hmm. his third hell week and his, uh, you know, his his platoon was fucking up, and so they were, you know, being disciplined. Yeah. And he went in hard on his discipline. He was just, 
you know, just just yeah. having fun with it. He, you know, he, he had this attitude of he embraced the suck, right? Mm-hmm. And the uh, instructor, the SEAL instructor, told him, David, get the fuck up. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you're having too much fun with this. And I believe that was when he said that he knew that he took the instructor's soul because he knew, yo, he's resting. Uh-huh. While the rest of his platoon is is going in right now, yeah, because he has to rest because his instructor told him stop. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're you're creating, you're make, you're having too much fun. I believe he's like, you're having too much fun with this shit. Yeah, right now, and when I think about that shit, right, like some folks just really make that your life fucking hard. Yeah, but it's not necessarily so much how, like like what happens to you, but how you respond to that shit, and like in a way that. Especially if you're going out there and you're fucking taking souls, kind of like what David talks about, like, those folks are just going to fucking quit. Yeah, they're going to quit, mean? bro, eventually. Yeah, they have to quit. Because it's like, if you're just out there just getting it, eventually these people have to give. Right? Yeah. Like, like Marshawn Lynch says, somebody can, only, like, you can only take so much from someone mm-hmm. and you're going to fucking break. If I keep going and going and going, and going, you know, and there's just this, this this interview, and he said, like, like again, and again, and he fucking talks about him hitting somebody in the mouth, you know, during football and shit, yeah. and again, and again, and again, and again, and again, yeah, and again, and again, and he goes for like five minutes saying again, and again. He says he's gonna, you're gonna break somebody that way, mm-hmm. like eventually you're gonna crack. Yeah. But um. Yeah. I think the the biggest three takeaways here, bro. I got some. Um, doesn't matter where you've been or how much trauma you've experienced, you can always come out stronger. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, two, instead of believing in overnight success, work hard and push yourself to be your best self. Mm-hmm. And the third one is take advantage of the 40% rule. Become a master of your mind and achieve more than what you thought possible. Mm-hmm. I think those are my, my biggest three takeaways with that book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my biggest takeaway is probably just uh, David Goggins is he, he's a real ass person, bro. So yes. like I feel like there's a lot of these books that are purposely written to motivate you. Mm-hmm. Uh like facts. Like I got the Simon Sinek book of uh fuck, I forget the name of it. Leaders Eat Last. No, 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 his newest one, The uh, Infinite Game. Okay. Yeah, I got okay. it in my car, The Infinite Game. And uh bro, it's a good book. And Simon yeah. Sinek has good books. But then I listened to Patrick Bet David's uh podcast and he said there's different kinds of leaders. There's uh, theorists. Uh-huh. There's like uh, the people that watch the number ones. Like uh-huh. let's say there's somebody who follows Michael Jordan around. Yeah. Uh, they learn from him and they observe him. And then there's the people who actually do it. Uh-huh. And then the least credible ones are the theorists who just think and haven't built anything. Uh-huh. And I was, just, uh, and then he talks about Simon Sinek personally. Oh shit. He's like, yeah. There's one time I met Simon Sinek and uh, I asked him, so uh, what have you actually built? And he's like, well, well. Uh, Oh, he asked him, how'd you make your money? And he didn't give him a direct answer. And I was like, oh, shit. Huh. Interesting. He didn't, he hasn't built anything. He's right. just written a really good book. Huh. I was like, oh, wow. So yeah. that just kind of discouraged me from reading a lot of these other books. Because at the, at the time, I would think of like uh, Andy Frisella talking about how all these motivational speakers are just trying to sell you shit. Yeah. And I'm like, who's he talking about? Right, right. I never knew. Now I know. I'm yeah. like, wow, okay, this makes sense. The Brandon Burchards, the the Simon Sinek's, uh-huh. the the 
the Trent Shelton's like they haven't actually mm. built anything. Yeah. They've just been writing books and speaking and just motivating. Yeah, they're yeah. gathering these groups, but David Goggins is actually that. Right. Like he's actually one of those people who actually like did shit in his life yeah. that I'm willing to listen to. And and David talks about motivation being just the kindling in the book. He talks about motivation being yeah. the kindling. He says mo motivation is bullshit. Yeah. After that it's like if it's not in you, it's just not fucking in you. Like Yeah. That's crazy. But that's, I never even thought about it that way. Yeah, no, it kinda of blew my mind when I thought about okay. that. And I listened to that one podcast from uh, right. I gotta go return my I gotta go return my sinus. <laughs> but uh, that's I my. I want this no more. That that's my biggest takeaway, man. Just being a real ass person and uh, just uh, going through hard shit, but uh, knowing that by you going through hard shit consistently and putting yourself in that, like doing it on purpose, yeah. like going through hard shit on purpose. Uh, like doing the 10 mile hike or whatever mm -hmm. when you don't want to in the middle of the fucking cold right you know you're fucking better than everybody and that gives you like an edge yes so like because i run around my neighborhood bro uh in the nighttime i do two workouts usually i'll do the gym in the morning before work and then after i see i still uh, go out there and i do either two or three mile run or walk mm -hmm. uh and i'm out there and nobody's out there at eight o'clock bro Eight o'clock, mm. nine o'clock, eleven eight in, in in the evening, twelve a.m. Yeah. Nobody is dead. I'm like, I'm the only person in this whole ass neighborhood out here. Right. Of all these hundreds of folks. Yeah, bro. There's at least like a couple of thousand people in this neighborhood. Yeah. And I'm the only one out here. That makes me mm. feel like, man, I'm hard as fuck to be out here. Right. It's like thirty degrees. Like, I don't want to be out here. Oh, sure. And you, y'all close to the water too. <laughs> yeah, bro. So, but that's my biggest takeaway: just being a real ass person and uh, being about your shit, pretty much being hard as fuck yep hell yeah but all right i'll catch you guys on the next one uh stay tuned for some more podcasts and uh if you didn't see my post uh, i'm looking to do a pod a day so stay tuned for that in 2021 and if uh, you're tired of my shit then don't listen to me suck a dick and go away yeah <laughs>